You are listening to The Mando Show, weekly podcast and review of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. This week we take a look at the beginning of Season 2 with Chapter 9, The Marshal. Welcome back, everybody, to The Mando Show. We have finally gotten season two. It feels like it's forever, and yet it's here already. And we are super excited. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It comes in like, I'm really happy. Yeah. Super awesome 54 minutes of a oh, new yeah. episode of The Mandalorian. I, I want to make this comment. I hit pause. I'm like, okay. And then I looked at running time and it said 54. And I went, <gasps> and then I got really, really happy and hit play. I'm like, 54 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, expectations for this season, for this first episode, started real high when I saw the 54 minute runtime and it just kept going up right. the entire time. Yep. Amazing first episode, chapter nine, The Marshal. And we'll get into the title of that in just a minute. Anyway, and so correct predictions to, that were made. Yes, yes, yes. I know this is going to be the, the, the <laughs> season of Chad. Season of Chad. Season of Chad. All right. Anyways, to the right of me is Udi Alvarado, Star Wars fan and podcaster. And we haven't done this in a while. Where can everybody find you on the socials? Okay, you can find me on all of my social: Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Snapchat, all H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie, and you can find me on my other podcast, the Leaving Today podcast, and that is wherever your podcast can be found. Enjoy, we'll add to that. Oh, why are you just jumping ahead like that, man? You're breaking the cycle. All right, okay. anyways, I guess it's a new season we can later. <laughs> all right, and then across the table for me, the one that makes it all happen. He puts in all the hard work. The show is carried on his shoulders. The one, the only, the legendary... This is Joey, a.k.a. Five Show Joe, Star Wars, Fives. unapologetic <laughs> Star Wars fan, Mandalorian fanatic, and yes, I edit the show too. <laughs> <laughs> I see you put some thought into it, Joe. Just I like a little it. bit. Just Dude, a little he bit. was ready for it like, hey, yeah, I, got, I got this one. That's right. After last nice. week. And I forgot my notes, but it's okay. <laughs> no, you, you can tell him, but you put in some work. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed. Very impressive. Yes. All right. And then to the right of me, the ever perfect, except for maybe today. Five show Joe. <laughs> that was good. Five show Joe. We got uh, another five show Joe. No, to the to the to the right of me is the one, the only Chad, the resident Mandalorian. And you can find me on our Instagram page or on the Mandalorian Mark's Facebook page. See now I have to rewind because I messed up. Joy, where where can they find you? <laughs> I'm not editing this out, but I'm just going to add you. <laughs> no, no, don't. Of don't, course, so. you can uh, find me uh, if you want to follow me personally, uh, jpity23 on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, you can find me on my, like I said, five show, including this one, uh, Disney Universe Podcast, Disney Universe Tiki Cast, 
all aboard the Disneyland Railroad, and now uh, Fresh Hops, a beer lover's podcast, and all the shows except for this one you can find on the Disney Podcast Family, dizpodcastfamily.com. We're not on that? And the LTP, too. And this show. We're all on that. Yeah. Well, everything but the beer show. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, that's what so. I see. That was the part that was unclear. Yeah. The beer head. show wasn't on it. Okay. The beer that's show? Funny. Okay. Beer lovers. Speaking of that, real quick, before we get to you, got oh, a little shout sure. out to uh, Fort Rock Brewery in here in uh, Rancho Cordova. And uh, I went, they had a little uh, trivia, uh, which we weren't all able to go, but I did go myself, flying solo, still got second place. But they had a can release for a Baby Yoda West Coast IPA. And uh, it's right here. It's really nice. Why didn't you get first place, Joe? Uh, because you I should have gotten brain place, farted Joe. a few extra questions that were easy than yeah. I needed yeah. you guys for. Okay, wait. He told me one, and I went, what? Yeah, I, I totally brain farted on uh, Quinn's name. Okay. All right. Well, let's get back to uh, why we're here. Come I, on, Joey. Do the job. <laughs> I didn't do the job. <laughs> he didn't do the job. Yeah, we're beyond that. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. Let's let, we're here to talk about the Mando. All right. Mandalorian. And show. who are All you? Right. Anyways, I am Derek Alvarado, father of two tattoo artists and Star Wars fan for life. And super excited about this new season. Man, talk about, first of all. Some of the things that happened, some of the predictions that happened left me a little sad and a little happy at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to target? Let's talk about those predictions. Well, first, well, since well, was, let's jump into the end. Let's, let's, well, uh, first, real quick, what time did you watch it? First? I watched it at midnight, of midnight course. Midnight came up, yeah. okay. Yeah. And you were at? 2.45 in the morning. <laughs> wow. And yeah. I think I watched it at 5 because I, I told you I forgot to set my alarm yep. for 5.30, <laughs> which I normally yeah. wake up. But then yep. I woke up at 5.00. And remembered, I'm like, oh crap! Then once I saw the 54, I'm like, okay, I'm glad I wake up at 5:30. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. and Chad, and we Lagger. Know Chad just the lagger. Yeah, unfortunately, I only watched it uh, yesterday evening, which was Saturday, because the wife pulled the trump card and said, "You're gonna watch it without me." No, oh. yeah, one of the drawbacks of yeah. being married. <laughs> really, the only bad thing I've experienced so far. <laughs> that's awesome. Good. I hope. I hope that's the only one. Yeah, we like her. Yeah. She's all right. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, man, season two, I like how uh, we start out with that uh, beginning scene with the fight scene. Mm-hmm. I did not know that that character that was talking that with Mando, what what's his name? Gaz something or another. I can't remember. Uh, was voiced by John Lou. Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Yeah. Gore oh, Koresh. Okay. Yeah. Gore Koresh. There yeah, you go. Gore, yeah. Gore, yeah. No idea until I like paid. He had a really familiar voice, but yeah. I, I couldn't yeah. pin down who it was. I but couldn't that makes either. Total sense. I couldn't either. Yeah. I'm like, who is that? Who is that? And yeah. he's another Favreau alumni from yeah. the movie Chef. Yep. Yeah, he did a great job doing that character voice. And I got to say, I, I cracked up so much to see that that character had the come over. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've only seen him one other come over lately that is that bad. We won't talk about him, but <laughs> it was hilarious. And when he got strung up and, and oh, yeah. that come over was just flapping in the breeze, yeah. that was like the yeah. funniest part of the whole thing, I think. Um, but that fight scene, um, let's talk about the the scene that came. He walks into that scene and it's, you know, it's, instead of boxing, they're sitting there, a couple of Gamorrean guards swinging their axes at each yeah. other. So what do you guys think about that that look when they'd hit? Did it look like there was a personal shield to you? It was some kind of stun weapon. I'm Is that thinking, what it was? yeah, because even when they would like hit, 
there were a couple of times where like you would see the axe hit skin and it would just kind of be like a sonic impact instead right. of like slicing his arm off. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. But yet at the very end, it looked like he was going to be able to chop him in half. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. A little weird. I was a little confused yep. as to how that was working. And if it was a personal shield like that, why is it they only the, the ones with it? Like, why is that not a prevalent thing? <laughs> yep, How yep. is that possible? It's and then the blaster goes through it anyway when he, you right. know. Yeah, I think it, like, so, Chad said, is, there's some kind of, like, uh, energy on the blade. Work. I took it as that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I was trying to figure it out. I couldn't figure it out. Um, so, you know, Amanda goes in there looking for some info. And, of course, you know, we all know that the double cross happens because of the trailer. So what cracked me up when all that... <laughs> happened I'm, I'm paying attention to the smallest details which i don't know why i can't help it <laughs> um when everybody gets up and sees how the situation goes south do you guys notice that you have those people who are truly used to this and are more <laughs> worried about their drinks because they went running out but they were very careful now <laughs> did you see any of those yeah. people when they're running out i thought that was the funniest <laughs> well, thing ever it's they like, pulled oh, look, the jimmy buffett from yeah. jurassic world grabbing his two margaritas oh yeah, there's yeah. dinosaurs <laughs> everywhere <laughs> uh, the drink. oh my god all of the regular laughing. you know blue collar criminals in a backwater town i mean yeah. drinks are expensive yeah and, you know, right right you gotta protect I paid, the drinks. i paid eight bucks for this <laughs> beer man i'm not gonna spill it yeah that was the it was hilarious the fight though that ensued was the action awesome. yeah well but, but even before that real quick the, the talk of like all right we're, now we're we're actually seeing other uh characters and even you know like we said under underworld uh knowing the value of beskar now and that that was a really to me a big key of like kind of like where we're going in search of more mandalorian more coverts yeah well and and that you you uh you beat me to it because I remember when we were talking, we were thinking, okay, they're probably there for the child because the bounty. But no, it turns out they were there for him because of the best card. I'm like, oh, that one. I'm like, okay, cool. Then that means, I mean, I I enjoyed the fact that it wasn't everything about the child. I'm like, it isn't about Tiny right now. It's literally about the Mando, and they want him, and they want his armor. I'm like, good. I, I like that it was that, not that they were going after Tiny. I'm a little surprised you guys are surprised by that because he was warned in season one that people are going to be looking at him because it yeah. is all best. Yeah. Beskar is a valued, highly valued metal. But I think it's everything not... happened in season one. Everybody kind of, uh, at least yeah. I did kind of, I don't say forgot about it, but everything just seemed even, uh, everything was like, Oh, you go f- take him to his kind. Mm-hmm. But even in this recap, she was talking about, you know, surviving Mandalorians and, mm-hmm. you know, other coverts. And the, that's what he's looking for. He's looking for another mm-hmm. Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, but, yeah, the, yeah. That, but like I said, I think everything. Everybody was so. You're like aim, ti- yeah, tiny you're, drunk, and right. you know you're aimed in that yeah. direction, and your your vision so the, is pointed at. Yeah, tiny. so we got the quick yeah. reminder. Yeah. Yes, Beskar is that kind of valuable material. Mm-hmm. So, um, no no surprise that you know Mando walked out of that encounter. As he usually mm-hmm. does. It do was like, a great fight scene. Though. Yeah, it was. I loved everybody trying to punch him in the face. I and you see that. him go, oh, my hand. Yeah, like, yeah. I nope. love him leaning into those punches like he did. Just yeah. Bam, just head oh, you want to try and punch me? Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was great. He like, like punched my head. Bam. Oh, yeah, man. great choreography that they're yeah. doing. Um, still, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so I always love the blade stab, then throw. To oh, the, yeah. I mean, that's always. I mean, I loved it in uh, X-Men First Class when Magneto did it <laughs> in the in the bar. And mm-hmm. I loved it now with Mando. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So great. That was a great fight scene. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was quick, but it was still 
very nicely done, choreographed, and uh, you could follow the action very easily, which mm-hmm. is what I really appreciate about these fights. You can tell, mm-hmm. you can see the flow of the action um, as opposed to some. sometimes you see it in some things where it's, yes, it's either super shaky or edited heavily where all you see are like punches landing, that kind of thing. You can't or really sped tell. up to make it look like it's faster. Right, yeah. stuff like that. This, this, is, I, this is much more enjoyable to watch where you can see the actual flow of the combat going back and forth and, you know. That's props to the guys who who work on that and yeah. do that choreography oh, yeah. to make it that smooth and everybody knows what they're doing. So I like that the uh, the quality is not going down one bit. Mm-hmm. If anything, they're definitely turning it up a notch. As we can see when when this show really gets going for this episode, man, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. they're not slowing down. I imagine it's only going to get better. Mm-hmm. So him getting that. Uh, so here's the part where I felt. A tiny little bit disappointed. When he asks, Mando's got dude strung up, you know, come over flapping in the wind. <laughs> and he asks him where the Mandalorian Mandalorians are, and he tells him tattooing. And I immediately put my head down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I immediately. <laughs> for, for disappointment that we're going back to tattooing? No, or... I knew what was coming. I knew exactly. I was, no. I was like, I oh, my God. I started laughing. I started laughing. But for was... those who don't really know about that character, this was kind of like, a, oh, my God, you're going back to tattooing for Boba Fett. Like. You're not even really thinking about this one character that's mentioned in a crappy Chuck Wendig novel that practically like nobody's read, but well, one of us did. And guess <laughs> who? Thanks, Jack. I think Favreau might have read it. Yeah, <laughs> or Filoni, or both, or both. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so that was the part. Because and then you know he walks away, and of course, typical fashion. Fashion. He does exact. Mando does exact his revenge, even though he stuck to his word mm-hmm. you will not die by my hand yeah mm-hmm. semantics mm-hmm. exactly yeah i don't sometimes i don't know how i feel about that with this i mean if you're dumb yeah. enough to go with believe it <laughs> yeah. i mean i guess if you get double cross if you're a double crossing kind of person i get you yeah. get what you deserve live by way, the so. sword die by it but the cool thing about those creatures is with their eyes they reminded me of those uh kind of like same kind of creatures on Rebels. Yep. Uh, that were in the night, in the dark. Yeah, the... Oh, I forgot what they're called. The yeah. ones that were near the... Um, <clears throat> oh. That one, like, abandoned ship, kind of like refilling station. Oh, that stayed out of the light. Yeah, 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 yeah I remember. Yeah, I remember. and I, remember I would not be that. surprised if it was that animal. Uh, it was well, Hera and Sabine and that one. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. most, of, most of them are mostly, like, that dog size, and there's a one giant yes. one, but... Yeah. That's how we get Ezra back. It'd be a Filoni. Oh, my God. Filoni <laughs> and his deep cuts, yeah. even in the small thing. I'm yeah. sure we'll see in gallery. He'll be like, oh, you'll probably remember from yeah, Rebels. We like, ah. these characters. Didn't, those, didn't those things have, like, like weird heads, though? Like, not dog-like shape at all? I don't, God, it's been too long since I've seen it, I guess. No. They look like Toothless from uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, see, and when you look at the... Because uh, <laughs> I watched it a few times. Yeah, um, <laughs> When you look at... The, uh, the fade-out scene, you know, Mando's walking towards the camera, and you can see in the background, you see one of them, you get uh, a little bit of a silhouette, and you mm-hmm. get a little clearer definition of what they look like. It looks like a big dog that's back there. I mean, like a big Rottweiler or maybe Bull Mastiff or something like that. So, I mean, I get what you're saying about those creatures from, mm-hmm. from Rebels, but the silhouette didn't yeah. really fit that. 
that critter very much. So Find some out. other some other light hating creature that just <laughs> lives freely out there in that backwater. Those ones from Avatar. No, <laughs> so, yeah. something. It was something. Anyway, oh, but um, I did pay really close attention to that graffiti because we had, we yeah. had commented on it before. Me too. There is a lot of uh, like stormtrooper yeah. characters, mm-hmm. and they all had X's through them. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of cool that yeah. they put that in there too. Um, Even when that looked like I said, still to me it looked like a animated C three PO. Kind of, yeah. There I was saw that one yeah, too. Yeah, there was a one that looked like a C three PO, but it's not like that droids. Yeah, up. exactly. It's a pretty common yeah. droid. Um, yeah, and when they have the shot of um, Tiny looking at the wall, I'm like, I, I wanted to pause, and I haven't done it. I'm going to go back and like look at it because it makes me feel like there is something there. That why is he looking at the wall? It could be nothing, but I, it drew my my eye. I'm like, hmm. I think that's just showing that he's always observing and, and could be at things. and that's, very well could be that minimal and I could be overthinking it. Surprise, surprise. You've never done that. Never. So, um, but yeah, so then we go, he says tattooing and he leaves and then the chapter title comes up and it says the marshal. And I'm like, and I did just confirmed everything. I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, of course, of course. So when we get to the scene where, uh, Timothy Oliphant shows up. It w- I wasn't surprised at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I saw it coming from, but from that point. Can so. I just, oh man, how awesome it was. After the the logo, the marshal, then we get the shot of the Razor Crest with almost like the victory theme. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of yeah. like, oh, here's dun da da dun. You know, going, coming down towards Tatooine, and then we see uh, Amy Sedaris' cre- uh, character. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, I, yeah. I like her character. I like her. I, I like, like her we see more of her yeah. in these kind of roles. I, I, we'll I, see her I, I like that. More. I got a little excited yeah. when she came in. I was like, oh, yeah, she's back. Thank yeah. the Force. Yeah. But yeah. And instantly, they're like, just in case you guys didn't know, this is a Western, you know? So, right. And it's funny, we're getting that with Tatooine. We got Chapter 5, The Gunslinger, Chapter 9, The Marshal. It's like, okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Tatooine's the uh, tombstone, I guess, of the galaxy now. And there are so many little Easter eggs that happen in this. Oh, everywhere. Like every little thing. Crazy how many there are in there. (laughs) She was like, no, droids. She's like, oh, it's okay. And she's like, shocked. Oh, I guess you like them now. Yeah, I guess you like them Which is like a little sad reminder that IG-11's gone (laughs) and he saved the day. Yeah, his sacrifice did matter. Did Mm -hmm. change Mando Mm -hmm. to some degree anyway. Um, I do want to give some credit to whoever thought about it about what was going on uh, as far as the time frame that it's happening in. Because we get a sense that he's been looking for a while. And by the way, if he tells one more person that he's been quested... <laughs> that was pretty nerdy. Like, I'm, I'm like, come on, I'm going to be... Out, enough is enough, man. Are you letting it, Why are you letting everybody know your business? I don't TMI. It, it almost I, had like video game dialogue. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been quested to find my yeah, I know. It sounded I'm like, a, a little much. Anyway. Hanging yeah. out too much with the uh, client before he died. With the, never mind. With the menacing dialogue or something? Just the or over, the over talking? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the the fact that if you pay attention, because I you know we all recently just watched season one again, um, and I noticed that uh, Pele had longer hair. Did you guys notice that? I didn't even pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. She has longer hair, and it's actually a good five six inches long. And huh. I didn't look. Yeah, talk about overthinking it. Somebody with curly hair that's that curly, that that hair grows that long. <laughs> In the it, desert? <laughs> it's been a considerable amount of time. 
That I cu- think that coupled with the oh yeah, I have it. It's rusty, but it's over here. I'm like, okay, again, time. You oh, the speeder, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you ask for the speeder. And, and I like now that we're getting Easter eggs from first season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. From the first season into yeah. the second one. Um, but yeah, so that I thought it was a clever way of, if anybody's paying attention, that time has certainly passed. Yeah. You know, that she, she her hair has grown longer. They're like, and yet hair issues continue to happen because that was a great job with that. <laughs> but yet again, I think tattooing must have the strongest product. In the, on the, in the galaxy. <laughs> and you guys, did anybody think about this when yeah. you were watching this? Uh, only because of you. You're right. Uh, otherwise, right. I wouldn't have. When they were writing? Yeah. I know we're kind of cutting ahead. He, he had a little, he had a little okay. like, hair. The other issue like, I have is how do they have dialogue next to each other while they're riding on these freaking roaring engines? Uh, well, they they were deal. going slow. You can, you can it was the it horse ride. Is it? He's literally <laughs> riding in one of Anakin's pod racer engines, which you can remember were very loud. Very loud. Which yeah. is another Filoni Easter egg back to yeah. his favorite time in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, I really like seeing that. I, and, you know, when I first saw it, there was another one, too. Like, um, I thought at first when when he lands, she's working on the pod racer engine. And then I was like, okay, a little nod to pod racing. And then, boom, just up front in your face. <laughs> hey, here's Anakin pod racer as a swoop bike now. Well, even the droids, I think they were confirmed they are the pit, the droids from mm-hmm. the pod race. Yeah. The ones that go through the engine and everything. Really? Yeah. The pit droids? Mm. Oh, speaking of the other droid, R5 shows up. R5 oh, yeah, has another game. Yeah. Zoom in on his bad motivator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could it have been any more? Look, everybody, it's the same one from Luke yeah. and Dud. Oh, man, that was cracking me yeah. up. Filoni's so, so proud of that deep cut. He's like, we're going to get it again. Yeah. So everybody gets and we're going to put it in everybody's face just so they really, yeah. really know. And even her dialogue is like, God, hurry up. Any day now. Yeah. <laughs> I have I'll, nobody to complain to. I'll, I don't even know who to complain to. <laughs> If she'd have said anything about the motivator, that would have been like the topper. I don't know I why know. they didn't just I know. throw that I, in That would have been great. I don't know. Or like, this dumb jaw was supposed to be bringing me another R2 droid, and I get this piece of crap instead. <laughs> With a bad motivator. <laughs> that would be yeah. good. Yeah, that would have been that would have been too on the nose. I don't know. Whatever. Either way, I enjoyed that part of it. That was hilarious. I know that we're excited, but we've just jumped from one to the other. To like... that's, that's all right. That's all <laughs> no, it's just funny, though, because I'm excited. Um, Pele was working on an engine... And it looked like it was the engine that, uh, what was the Doug's name, the main bad guy? Sebulba. It looked like the engine that Sebulba had on his pot racer. Mm. So I thought that was cool that they managed to, to put it, both of them back in there yep. like that. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but uh, So Pele gives him the information on the Moss to go to. Moss Pelgo. Moss Pelgo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, with R5, with the help of R5. Yeah, R5, mm-hmm. where we get the, that Easter egg there. So yeah. that was fun to see. And, then, and on the map, like she says, well, here's Moss Isley, here's Moss Espa, here's Moss Pelgo, and there's nothing there yeah. on the map. And yeah. she's like, I don't know what to tell you. It's there. Yep. And again, I did like how um, she described the general situation of what's happening out in yeah. the galaxy. With, again, Everything went crazy when the Empire left. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't stepped out of the city. I still won't step out of the city. Yeah. You all hated the Empire, but <clears throat> security for some of these outworld planets, they did provide it in some level or another. She's like, I won't even leave the Moss anymore because right? mm-hmm. it's so bad. Right. Yeah. Not yeah. trying to, you know, <laughs> you hate the Empire. Empire what are you, in a right. are you an but... imp? Are you an imp? <laughs> there, there it makes were... Krennic sound a lot more. He's like, we security. He's like, we're <laughs> this close. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then and then the client was saying the same thing. Yeah. You know. So anyway, uh, but 
that was interesting to see that part of it too, if you really want to think about it that much. Um, but that again, giving that information through dialogue quickly is seems to be something that they like to do. And I like how they do it. So that's, that works for me without, you know, being overbearing as to what's happening right now. Um, it was cool to see, you know, that little shot of, of uh, Tiny enjoying his, his speeder bike ride. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Those got quickly snatched up for memes I, I noticed oh, yeah. already <laughs> yeah. that fast. I didn't even touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I so, liked the uh, the overnight stay with the Tuscan Raiders. Yep. That was another part of this whole episode. Let's just talk about Granted, all... it. Granted, it comes into much more play towards the end, but I was like, right. just as like a middle part of that montage, I was like, oh, that's really cool to see again. Right. Right. Let's. I want to talk about the whole Tuscan Raider thing and the decision that they went to really, really highlight more about them mm-hmm. and Mando, Mando's uh, interactions with them. Mm-hmm. So he clearly has a relationship or some kind of something going on with them, and mm-hmm. it's been for longer than just what we've seen. You know, it's he's been doing it. He's been there. He knows Tuscan Raiders. Um versed in their ways, versed in how to talk to them. You know, they're kind of like a primitive species, so they get a lot of their information through stories and mythology, and you got to believe that they have some shiny dome mythology of the Mandalorian character and how he was helpful to them and kind to them. Because well, that's just something that they don't see from the resident humans on Tatooine. And, he, and early on when uh, John Leguizamo told him that you know he's on Tatooine, he said... You know, I spent many. You know, I spent a lot of time on Tatooine. I've never seen the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. another Mandalorian. It, people assume, oh, he was just there for that one episode, but that shows, you know, like what Chad was saying, he's been there yep. a lot more and uh, has that relationship with him. Yeah, I mean, we got the hint of it in season one in our one of our favorite episodes, or Derek's favorite with Derek's favorite character. Um, but yeah, then we have that full like we we get the full picture. He knows their culture. He knows how they are, who they are, the whole story and how they will react and, and interact with people. Yeah, in the in season one we got, you know, the sign language. But this one we got a little bit more dialogue with the sign language. Even the way he call like he has a Tuscan call. Yep. And he, when the dog the whatever their dogs are called, when yep. that first came out, he kind of made that <laughs> that, you know, kind of sound and... that was pretty funny when the <laughs> marshal's like freaking out and he just comes over and pets him and it's like a dog and he's just like what the what <laughs> what is going on yeah. yeah but the fact that he knows them all enough to be able to be a peacemaker between them and a village and guide them through the pro the be yeah. diplomat be a diplomat basically mm-hmm. between the two to get this incredibly difficult feat done Yep. You know, I mean, that says a lot for him knowing how they work, how they do. And you can right. see it, too, because he's like the second they start arguing, the Marshall and, and the Tuscan start arguing. He's like, you lower your voice because that's yeah, that's yeah. definitely them's his fighting words. It yeah. doesn't matter what the words yeah. are. It's just tone. The, the tone. Yeah. Then the Tuscan Raider gets up and then he gets up and, yeah. you know, yeah. does his thing. What would you tell him? I told him the same thing I told you. Yep. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We well, work together, we all die. Come on. Don't, for, don't forget his br- break him up tool. Yeah, oh, the flame, the, the flamethrower. The flamethrower for the episode. Yeah. That was the only use of it. Sorry, the flamethrower, shut Chad. up. <laughs> nobody died, Chad. It was just... The conversation yeah. died. <laughs> I was waiting for it in the in the first fight that they did all the choreography yeah. for. I'm like, when, where's the flamethrower? <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, well. well, you can't top the whistling birds with a flamethrower. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, you can't. True. Yeah, you can only have one or the other, I think. Fair, uh, and they'll probably end up doing both. 
later. So I, anyway, um, but watching him broker the peace basically between the two different cultures was mm-hmm. really fun to see, you yep. know? And again, this speaks to the type of character that he's become because clearly he hasn't always been this guy. Um, I mean, we always, we're seeing him at a point, I think, where his willingness to not jump to violence has led to greater results and a better outcome for not just himself, but for everyone involved and around him in the situation than just jumping to violence and then letting things go on. Yeah, and and I think we get uh, a very um, overt call-out by the marshal at the very beginning. Oh, I've never met a Mandalorian, but I heard you guys were good at killing. And he goes, but then I saw the child, and maybe you're different. And I kind of went, okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, in your face, like, we recognize now that the Mandalorian... Um, where he is, he is moving from what he was to wherever he's going to go. <laughs> and that, like how he said it, you know, I figure one of us is walking out of here. Yep. And you know, whatever. But like, I saw the little one, and like, oh, yeah, like you maybe, said, yeah, maybe, maybe you're different. different. Yeah. Let's get to that because I mean, I know, uh, and we'll, we'll get to more of this, the Tuscan Raiders. But I mean, we 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 all kind of assumed when it was titled the Marshal where it was going, and Chad really nailed it right on the nose. But just the image mm-hmm. that, that we got of like you know when he's talking to the bartender he's like you know I'm looking for another Mandalorian we don't get much visitors what's he look like he looked like me oh the marshal the marshal's here yeah look right there you know yeah. and we get that total John Wayne silhouette awkward John Wayne because the armor doesn't fit him right yeah and I, I was telling Udi, Udi I'm like we're gonna see a lot Horrible. of lazy cosplayers. <laughs> Horrible on him. I'm like, but it eh. makes perfect sense though, because yeah. the Beskar armor is built for that specific person. So yep. if somebody else tries to wear it, it's not going to fit. And you yep. could see it in all the shots of Timothy Oliphant with his helmet on. It didn't go like below his yeah. jawline. Yeah, yeah. And they perfectly showed like his bare neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, bad, I mean, what, bad cosplay one hundred and one. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what did you guys think? I mean, did you know it? Assume it was Boba Fett's armor right away. I mean, you knew yeah. right off the yeah. bat. Oh, He's yeah. got the crest, the coloring, the Everything. damaging from the sarlacc. It was. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent on. Yeah, yeah. Well, then when he takes that, the part that was hilarious was when he goes to sit down. He assumes it's another Mandalorian, even though it's the armor's not fitting very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, when you see him standing there, Timothy Timothy Oliphant standing there, it doesn't matter what he's in. He has a very distinct yeah. stance. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there he is for sure. That's <laughs> definitely him. Love that. He, he's a great. Actor. I'm a big fan of. His. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he and he was great in this episode. Yeah. I really enjoyed. Even though I was dreading like. <laughs> Again, knowing where we were going, I was like, man, come on. I thought we were, you know, I was hoping some <laughs> some more original storyline, not that this was going to be cribbed from something else. But regardless, once I got past that that part of it and just sat back to enjoy what was going to happen, because I knew it was it was more than likely going to be good. I would have would have been, <laughs> I wouldn't be here talking today if, I, if it ended up being horrible. <laughs> but it was very, you know, Timothy Oliphant did a great job, even for his almost... Almost Western entire, just talking was so close to it. It bordered on almost ridiculous, but it didn't. It it was fine. But watching him do this character and play it out and, and it all happened, it was it was very fun to watch. I think he did a great job. Yeah, the character's name is Cobb Vanth. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I forgot and I'm like, what is it? It's Cobb. So Cobb And Vanth. that is the same character from the book? No. Yeah. Is it? I mm-hmm. thought it was, who's Jodo Cast then? No, different. Jodo Cast is a different character. Different. Okay. Expanded universe. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, I like that awkward pause. So he sits down, takes the helmet off, and there's that like second yeah. pause where like again a faceless character in the Mandalorian, but you see through the buck, and you're like, oh, he's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you don't nah. take the helmet off. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah, he yeah. knows right away you're not a Mandalorian. Yeah. Right away. When you see that giant ding, and, and it was a beautiful what? shot. They did a great job on that helmet. Oh, I mean, yeah. It looked fantastic. Yeah. And that, that ding in the, the, on, the t- on the dome of it, which, yeah. you know, everyone, that's like the dead giveaway for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's Boba Fett's. Yeah. And I uh, love the eaten up paint because mm-hmm. it shows that mm-hmm. it is Beskar, not just, you know, whatever mm-hmm. Boba Fett color, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, well, we'll talk about it when we get there. The whole jetpack thing, and I'm like, oh, hey, yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> but anyway, about. yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to the to the Tuscans and watching the the interactions with everything. So I like that they um, expanded on their interactions, how they do things. You get a real clear view of the types of weapons they all have. Um, the way they travel on the Vanthos was super cool to watch. And the way they load them up, I mean, travel in single file to hide their numbers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Sticking to all that stuff, um, and you know, getting getting some more lore about them because we've always seen them as just brutal bad guys, for lack of a better term, that don't work with anybody. They're all for themselves, but clearly, it's not like that, you know. And this is showing that they're not completely uncivilized and mm-hmm. just heathenistic and mm-hmm. don't care. About yeah. Ma- Mando has some good dialogue a little later on to the marshal after he's like, well, they're brutal savages. And he's like, what do you expect? They live in the dune sea for their life, which is basically like this harsh barren sand dune where mm-hmm. there's nothing out there, but they've been driven there by all the settlers that came to the planet. So that was, that was, that was cool dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I like how the stipulations got put in there too. It's like, they'll be peaceful and they won't bother you unless you go and mess with them. Yeah. Then, Mm-hmm. It's back to business as usual, but um, so watching them come in and you know work and do all the stuff that they did, the detail on every single one that you see too was amazing. It was great to see that the people doing costuming are just still on it; they're killing it, mm-hmm. even through all this. The way this year has been, they still have managed to keep up that same quality no matter what's been going on. It was great to see. I'm mm-hmm. glad there's been no no falling off of the quality of what they're doing and the expansion, the expanding that they did too, with this, just watching a much bigger group of people doing stuff together. I don't know how much of that, especially like the, the end fight scene. I don't know how much of that was CGI everybody fighting. Did they actually have cast out there doing it, dressed up, playing that part? You know, I think I, they I, used all the toys they use CG. They use, mm-hmm. Uh, well, for sure, some yeah. of it was CG. Yeah, you know, with, for the crate dragon, absolutely, it was CG. Well, obviously, well, I mean, like but, the actual, you know, the. By the way, they're fighting a crate dragon. Yeah. Uh, I also cracked up when you know they go through the Tuscan camp and you got the one Tuscan ra- brushing the teeth of the bantha with a with yeah. the gaffy stick was pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, but uh, you know, all those little touches were were yeah. great to see. So um, just the just the the Tuscan raiders and. Uh, all the information you get about them as a star Wars fan, it was super funded to get that, new, yeah. that new stuff in there. So that going back to, um, when Mando finally does show up at the town and does run into the marshal played by Timothy Oliphant. Uh, and again, like we just said, he did a great job. I enjoyed watching this character. Tensions are high, um, but yeah, the tensions were high, but again, it's the being able to stop and pay attention to this instead of just jumping to violence. Um, which, pays off 
a lot, and it seems to keep paying off for Amanda. So I think we're going to keep seeing that that yeah because he's a hero. He's not a villain that's just going around killing everybody. Um, anti-hero that he may be, it's still that's that's I'm pretty sure we're going to see a lot of that happening this season, mm-hmm. um, which is going to only benefit him hopefully and not bite him in the ass at some point <laughs> or another. Who knows, man? Where so, are we going to go? Um, so the marshal and his willingness. At first, I wasn't too sure if he was going to be a good guy or a bad guy either. Mm-hmm. You know, but his willingness to uh, talk and be open and then still even with enemies as quote unquote enemies as the, the Tuscan Raiders had been uh, willing to work with them shows that I think that this guy might actually be an, a, a good guy. Yep. And we got, we got the uh, story of how he got the armor and what happened. And I think that kind of showed it like it wasn't like he was doing it out of any other reason, but to, um, kind of gain back the town from the mining guild. To and, protect the town. Yeah, to yeah. protect the town. He goes, you know, I mean, you know, he tells them the story. They come, I mean, the, they didn't even have time to celebrate the empire falling. They come in and turn most uh, Paul go, uh, into slave, you know, a slave town right away. And then he ran and... And then we get the whole, he, he picked up the, uh, Cantona. The Cantona. Cantona. And I'm like, Oh my, there's the another Cantona. one. Yep. When I saw it, he was like, yeah, I grabbed a Cantona. I'm like, Oh my God, here we go. You know, another Easter egg that, that it's like he's know. in the desert starving, dude, you got ice cream right, right there. there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Open it and make it. I'm going to disappoint. We didn't get a montage song from Chad. On no. one. <laughs> Season two montage. <laughs> he's like, wait for it. Um, Can we get to court three. Yeah. But yeah, then and then we have that thing where he gets it and he almost dies. And like, okay, he is not a bad guy. He is not out for himself. When he comes back with, uh, with the armor, clears everybody out, is now become the protector of it, not the oppressor of the town. And yeah, right now, then we have that full confirmation. Good guy. I love the rocket pack scene too. Oh, seeing, seeing that rocket pack pack in action a few times was yeah. super fun. Mm-hmm. That was great to see that live action stuff. Real um, quick though, the the bartender that was the I always forget the name of the species. Weekway. Yeah. Weekway. So uh you know, which is from Return of the Jedi, their Jabba's or uh the Kenchman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's also what the species Hondo is. Mm-hmm. But um he was played by W. Earl Brown, who was also in Deadwood with Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. Oh. I forget I forget the name of his character, but that was kind of a nice little reunion, I guess. Little, that's cool. Yeah, the I just want to mention that. Of it all. You know, we had that point where it was like, you know, you're going to kill me for the armor, but how about I proposition you instead? We have this huge problem for the town and this great dragon. Mm-hmm. If you help me kill it, I'll give it to you. I love right. how the reveal of that came because he's just you're the rumbling coming and just it was like, like tremors all over yeah. again. <laughs> Yeah, nice callback. Yeah, but that, like you said, he just gave him the finger, like, like one second. <laughs> yeah. Then you just see the thing rolling down, the, like a stampede. And yeah, and you're like, Whoa. all right, maybe we can yeah. <laughs> reach a deal. And yeah. the crate dragon too—that's not something new that they just no. invented. No. This, this has been in Star Wars lore for quite a long yeah. time. So, if in case anybody was wondering, this, they, this was not a new creature. Yeah, lore. in A New Hope, when C three PO and R two D two split up, C three PO gets to the top of the sand dune, mm-hmm. and there's that long skeleton there. Mm-hmm. That is what ev- uh, eventually became a crate dragon. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then they included it in a bunch of video games. It was Comics. a major part in like Knights of the Old Republic on Tatooine and stuff like that. See, and I I found out about it through the role playing games, Star mm-hmm. Wars role playing games. Yeah, and which uh, uh, one of my not friends, but friends of a friend, he's an artist, Randy Martinez, actually did a couple cards for the for the card game, and it was you know the crate dragon, the pearl, the you pearls, know, he did a couple yeah. Of, in which in uh, in back stories, one of the Han Solo early books, uh, he one of the stories was he used one of uh, crate dragon pearl in the game of you know in the game of Sabacc because you know it's such high value. Yep. Which I don't know so. where he's pulling one of those out of his pocket because the one they pull out of this dragon is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like the thing at the end of uh, episode one, you know, peace. Mm-hmm. You well, know. that was that was like the Sand People's version of the egg. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, but that crate dragon looked that was amazing. Some great CGI yeah. too. The mm-hmm. the all the graphics they did for it, the way it interacted with the sand and the ground and moving in and out. I mean, that the fight scenes and uh, that it was in, all really high quality, look great. Can't tell the difference anymore between yeah. reality and then The CGI. first bait of it, amazing. you know, with a Tusken Raider and the Bantha, then the Raider's chasing <laughs> and it just walk, you know, just... Yeah. Past the Bantha, right? That was the, so funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the dark humor for the episode <laughs> yeah, right there because yeah. the, the, it was meant to, to for it to eat the Bantha. Casey's like, goes out. "Oh no, it's gonna eat the Bantha!" And it grabs the radio, and she's like, oh, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I liked how they. Uh, I mean, before you actually see how badass it is, because it's pretty pretty lethal. Mm-hmm. Like you had just seen it move through the town, eat the Bantha, and it disappears, and then they get to where it lives. And they're like, well, he lives in an old Zarlacc pit. And uh, Marshall's like, you know, there's no such thing as an abandoned Zarlacc pit. And Amanda's like, it is if you eat it. And you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, that dude is huge. Yeah. And which shows what, what happens at the end, possibly. Yeah. The reason if it's that same Zarlacc. Mm. And I know there's... Mm. All right, let's just get to it. So at okay. the, after the after the fight is won and all that stuff is done, because, I mean, the story people are going to watch the, the show for that part, right? Yeah. 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 So the prediction... That Chad had about is this is this the or were we talking about the uh, Marshall? prediction was Marshall Cobb wearing oh, okay. Fett's armor? Okay. Yeah, I thought one of us though mentioned what if it's him and Boba Fett? You yeah. know, they both show up. Yeah. Um, Although this episode did not answer the question of who saved Fennec Shand, because you'll notice distinctly when the Marshal's walking around in Boba Fett's armor, you don't no get the cape. spur sound. And no but cape. when yeah. he's walking away at the end, you hear him mm-hmm. faintly. So is it a cape or is it Tuscan Raider robes? No, it was a cape. Mm. Cape. Yeah, then yeah, cape. We, don't, I, I thought, we don't know. I thought we it would know. possibly have been her, but um, or it might have been him that saved her, but I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. The, the, the clue, the same type of thing going on was that there wasn't the same outfit. Yeah, and I don't think they were anywhere near there because. Uh-huh. They they were going to most Espa mm-hmm. was the direction they were heading in. Yep. So this was clearly on yeah, the other side Paldo. of the planet. So. But the 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 question now becomes: Who is that final character? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you see him turn and you see the scars and the damage to his face, and you're mm-hmm. like, "That's Boba Fett." Okay, so yeah. we're talking about Tamor Morrison, right? Uh, we saw that the the rumors before season two came around that he had been on the set. Mm-hmm. And, and there was even the one where supposedly some people think credits, he's he might be double double build on this season as Rex and Boba Fett. And and when you look at IMDb, he is billed as Boba Fett. 
Well, that's and what I'm talking about. Yeah, and then we kind of go, and, and, and I don't know how I feel about that. Well, it only makes sense if they're gonna if they're gonna have Boba Fett be alive. Then it makes sense that he would be the one playing that character for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it still doesn't guarantee that he is playing Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were lots of clones out there. Clearly, even I mean, the age even... is about right though, because Boba's the unaltered yeah. clone. Yeah, yeah but but if he were Rex, like he would be super old man Rex. Because even in Return of the Jedi. That one character that they said is Rex, yeah. super old, white hair everywhere. Yeah, right. And th- this Tamara Morrison is not that person. But it could be a re- revision of him, a reimagine. So yeah. I don't know. No, I don't, know. I don't think they would you, do that. I don't know. I, I, I think they're finally doing that fan service of what, what happened, happened to Boba, Boba, Boba Fett. And they're tying in both the Aftermath book and... The better fan service would be confirming if Boba Fett is considered Mandalorian or not, too. Yeah, because I was watching a, a film, uh, not a film, a uh, YouTube uh, breakdown, and they're doing a lot of Easter eggs and stuff, and uh, one of them they mentioned were on uh, the Clone Wars, where they said, when the, uh, Obi-Wan's asking the Prime Minister of Mandalore, you know, what about Jango Fett? Oh, he was just, uh, he was not Mandalorian, I don't know how he got that armor, but that Prime Minister was a traitor and a liar, so it's like, how much story really is in with Jango Fett that, that they explain? You know, it's all the Certain point of view kind of stuff. Well, right? that'd be just retconning it yeah. at that point if they're going to do that, which I think is kind of a cheap way to do it personally, but whatever. But, I, I mean, it makes sense, like, because we all know from Return of the Jedi that the whole thing of Sarlacc is you're being, you know, slowly, slowly digested mm-hmm. over years. But if he's, you know, still trying to fight his way out. And uh, and, and we find and, out. And the Krayt Dragon ate the Sarlacc. Right. But and, he would still be super uh, weakened and tore up and that's why his armor got stripped by the Jawas. Well, and then you can also look at it knowing what the Mando went through in the crate dragon, you know, going getting allowed you know his iron allowing, him, yeah, allowing <laughs> himself to get swallowed. Uh, the old get swallowed hole. Yep. Yeah. And then and then coming out, we know that the um the Beskar saved him. Yeah. So you can put that together like, okay, the reason why Boba is alive or could be alive is because he had the armor on and that would have maybe made it enough that who knows maybe the crate dragon came and ate the sarlacc and that's how he got i mean there are so many ways to go you know so i don't know i don't know none of us know and it could be him it could not be him i mean he's being billed as boba fett so all i know is i think we're gonna get a direct answer because that was the end of the episode so we still will start episode two with mandal the mandalorian on oh. tatooine or leaving tatooine you would think mm. they, they could easily start it with he'd already left but that'd be kind of lame i want answers <laughs> you ain't getting them yeah i know the they time don't. where we want to actually binge it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't necessarily have to answer they can just keep it out there yeah, yeah. for a while um, so yeah, sure. It, it do, he does look like he's the the age that Boba Fett would be. Um, and yeah, you, that was a good point that when Return of the Jedi comes around, uh, Rex was definitely old man Rex mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so any of the the clones that had would have been full age when the Clone Wars was over, which they all are. That well, no, they still have some some because they they don't they didn't they weren't cloning them and letting them out of whatever the cloning tubes were yeah. at full maturity, they were letting them mm-hmm. out when they were, as we could see, what, 10, something mm-hmm. like yeah, that. And they had the growth enhancers, most of them. 
right they it did may, have that so yeah. that that would make some them all the normal ones grow quicker yeah and, and age faster so yeah i guess there is that part of it too so i guess if we follow that logic there would only be one person that looks like a clone that's that age right now yeah because boba fett was the only one that older. was uh according to the deal for Django Fett, Boba Fett was the only one that didn't have the growth yeah. enhancer. He yeah. was the only like naturally aging clone. Right. Right. So, so yeah. But so, you know, it, before the Mandalorian came out, there's rumors we we're going to get a Boba Fett movie. That was one of the early things since you know mm-hmm. it's been uh, five years now. No, mm-hmm. uh, eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like longer. Yeah, I just yeah. like uh, since Disney bought Star Wars, and one of the big rumors was uh, Boba Fett. If they answer the question on the show, but leave then leave it alone. Yeah, I'll be happy. That that and I think we we said it before. We we don't. It's okay to give a, a a shout out or whatever and bring it in for a bit and let it serve story, but don't become that. That is my only concern. The people, go, oh yeah, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. I already, I already had a couple of texts from people going, dude, Boba Fett. I'm and I'm like, okay, I get it. We're all fans, but I'm like, I want to move forward yeah. from Boba Fett <clears throat> and and people don't know a lot of people don't know the full lore and richness of Mandalorian mm-hmm. and they get stuck with Boba Fett oh any any Mandalorian they go oh Boba Fett and you're like oh man no and that is where I get worried because people may go like oh Boba Fett and then they will make it all about a Boba Fett and I'm like I, I, no I yeah. don't want it to be that that's my only fear but I hope they I don't think they like will said, I hope we get the answer then it's yeah, and right. now you got it. You now guys this got, is Din Djarin, Yeah, so. this this is what you got. We know you know now what happened to Boba. Can we move forward? All right. So let me let me go through this with you guys real quick. As far as my thought process when I watched this episode, specifically when it had to do with, with that character um, and the tying into the the Marshall too and the, and the armor because I knew it was going to also tie into Boba Fett because you have his armor. Um, like I said at first when I saw that and I heard it was tattooing and saw the title of the Martian on and I hung my head. I was like, was not exactly happy about it, but watched it, enjoyed the episode. Anyways, they did a great job, enjoyed watching it. And then at the very end, not only was the part where he stuck Boba Fett's armor on the back of his speeder bike, I was like, man, whoever (laughs) spotted that good Lord, either it was like, such a wild guess. Do you remember? Do you remember somebody was outlining that? We even commented on it. Yeah, like, like, how are you going to outline that smoke? There's no way that's Boba Fett. It was armor. a blur. Yeah. So hold on. So then, um, and then watching, seeing Timur Morrison turn around in that final scene, um, I felt like they did a good job with the story of the marshal. Um, and I enjoyed watching it. I ended up, even though I was initially not happy about that they were going there, the fact that they did a good job with the story, it was very enjoyable to watch. The character was fun to watch and see his interaction with everyone. Timothy Oliphant's an amazing actor. So, you know, they did a great job picking him to do that. Would I have rather have seen him as like the big bad, big bad guy? For sure. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure he would have killed it there too. Mm-hmm. But he killed it as the marshal. So I enjoyed watching it. So seeing... Timur Morrison at the end. Again, I had that mixed reaction of, do we really have to have Boba Fett in here? And Mm -hmm. then realizing, well, I just watched 54 minutes of Mandalorian awesomeness that I enjoyed thoroughly with the storyline I didn't think I wanted. So 
even though I would much rather not have Boba Fett to do anything with this show, it's in now. And the only thing I can say is that they did an awesome job with another storyline I didn't think I want to see. It was fun to watch. I think the reason why they moved forward with it was because they're going to have something fun and interesting that's going to be entertaining. And uh, I think you'd have to be a real hard nose to, to end up not liking it. You know what I mean? So I'm going to wait and see because, like I said, more Star Wars is always better. <laughs> and I'm happy that there's more Star Wars. Yeah. So I'm, I'm willing to see where they're going to go with it because they did a great job this episode with that storyline of the Marshall. And I'm sure they're going to have some, some, something fun and exciting with what's going to happen with with Boba Fett if it's if it's him. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean they gave you something you didn't want? You're not going to go run around and go like I don't want to watch it. anymore. No, no it's and, not my Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I, I I don't have any fear for that. Like that, it isn't going to be good. It will be. It will be. I everything we've gotten from the production team has been phenomenal. And they continue with that, even though it may be a character or whatever that we are like, eh, but you're right. It was, it was great. I mean, it was a well, 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 well done. And even me, I'm like, I feel like having, uh, that very last shot. I'm like, it feels too on the nose. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm kind of like, are they going to pull a 180 somewhere? Maybe, maybe not. But it felt too on the nose for me. I'm like, well, I guess we'll find out. Um, that was my only thing. Like, I feel like I, maybe it's me hoping that there's a 180 in here. And everybody's like, oh, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. And then he's going to be like, yoink, and turn. I hope. It'd be cool. And if they don't give it to me, you know what's going to happen. I'll keep on watching. <laughs> yep. yep. I I just want to say I love the scale and, like, just everything of the action. Like, that final action with the, um, <clears throat> the crate Dragon. When he detonated that thing one of my favorite movie explosions are always stuff with like wood exploding pirate ships that the big old uh, gold mine on zorro it's the slow motion wood you mm -hmm. know blowing up but under the sand dune with a inside a creature that explosion might have been one of the coolest looking explosions i've ever seen mm -hmm. uh on screen big or small <laughs> and uh but just the and i mean yeah, so that was awesome. That did not look like a TV show. We are getting Lucasfilm quality uh, effects and money and everything. And I just want to say how cool that was. How about the shot of him coming out of the Kray Dragon's mouth? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, um, oh, man, he's just flying above. You can see all the, the electricity coming off, and I'm like, oh, man. That's, that's what I first cool. thing I was thinking, Iron Man. <laughs> but And even right before that, when he was uh, telling uh, uh Cop. Yeah, I can't forget that part. Yeah, we saw him cop the plan, but then <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he gives him that old bump on the jetpack. We all know what happens seen. with Boba yeah. Fett's jetpack if you hit if it. You in the right it, spot. If you had any question about that being Boba Fett's armor, that yeah. answered everything. <laughs> Absolutely, yep. that was a beautiful tie-in. I mean, I I laughed out loud when I saw that. Yeah, and not yeah. for it being silly, but just for the <laughs> it was it's just hilarious. It makes me wonder, is that a flaw that's in all those jetpacks? Because he seemed to, any, everybody it's, seems to just bump that thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just been a joke. Because, you know, the whole buildup of Boba Fett and Empire Strike Back, then, you know, then we finally get action in Return of the Jedi, and he goes out like, like, well, like, that. like a punk yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> By a little bump in the jetpack. And so I didn't, for years of well, the jokes on that, that's. You know, technically it was Jabba's 
uh, barge that <laughs> took him out. I mean, well, true. Yeah. I mean, if he'd had clear sky like the marshal did, he'd have been fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he did it. You blame Boba Fett, or, or you blame Jabba's uh, barge. Barge for that one. That's yeah. what, that was Boba Fett's real demise, right there. <laughs> <laughs> or quote unquote demise. It won't be the so. speed; it's the impact. Yeah, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Yep. Dude, that fight scene at the end, that battle with the creature, you know that it wasn't going to go to plan. I mean, mm-hmm. we all know that, right? We all knew that it wasn't going to go to plan. Like, mm-hmm. it would have been a little uh, anticlimactic. For yeah, you would have been like, oh, and it worked out. Exactly how they <laughs> planned. Oh, that's weird. Yep. That, how often does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, again, that stuff, high, high quality, well choreographed, watching the battle plan unfold and do all the stuff they did. But... Getting to watch both those guys. This is the first, or, well, it's not the first. I and mean, we saw we saw some uh, jetpack action, you know, in the season one. That was Chad's favorite episode with, when all the Mandalorians came out. Uh, but this was definitely more expanded as far as distance goes, like action wise, mm-hmm. because we just watched them hop around the, the town in in that episode. This one, he would, they were flying up to the top of that yeah. mountain, flying back, and still not pros. If you noticed it, they're still kind of like. A little yeah. off, a little wobbly. Yeah, their <laughs> feet kind of wiggling. Cause, cause yeah. we, and I know we're getting more because we see it in the the trailer. You know, uh, Mando doing more of that like actual rocketeer style flying. So mm-hmm. he get, he gets his practice in. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that was awesome. Yeah, watching <laughs> watching them interact like that, watching two people work together, that was super fun to watch. That the fight that was happening, and that crate dragon man, the detail that was in that thing, and watching how that worked, um, and how it moved. Again, I said it. I know I said it already, but. The, how it moved not just through sand but through rock too yeah. because that mm-hmm. mountain was rock so it was just bursting through all that stuff what a great creature I mean and talk about just an epic fight to start up season two mm-hmm. that was that was fantastic mm-hmm. to watch that so props I, I can't even give enough props yeah to, to the FX team that did all that put that together uh, the sand flying all over the place too that mm-hmm. could not be an easy effect to simulate, I imagine, because wow, I mean, it was just dead on. I mean, how do you how do you simulate something that's huge? That mm-hmm. how it moves sand, it moves it like water. Yeah, know? that was uh, that was great. That was some great stuff to see that. And this is like a little, really small, but even like the before we see the reveal at the end, if you notice the screen, it kind of uh, letterboxes mm-hmm. at the very end as a razor crest is pulling away, mm-hmm. just to show the full scale of the desert. Mm-hmm. And then the two sons and everything, and I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. I think it, it might have given like that 70 millimeter, you know, Tarantino style mm-hmm. letterbox effect. But I don't know. Just to me, that added to that re- the reveal scene because it's like, ooh, you know, what's what? Why would they do that? But it's just kind of like I don't know. It just made my eyes kind of focus on the TV more right before they went to the figure. Right. Yeah. So, no, that was very cool. I yeah. didn't. I didn't notice that until the second time around. Actually, yeah. I didn't notice it the first time watching. It. Yeah. I was me like, either. Did it just go into the letter. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. Me either. On yeah. a widescreen TV. What? Yeah. You're like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. I mean, the the touches they keep throwing into this, you know, is definitely not disappointing. They keep they keep just bringing it up, bringing the bar up higher and higher. And we didn't note it, but this episode was directed by John Favreau. He mm-hmm. wrote and directed and. Mm-hmm. An amazing uh, kickoff to season two. Yeah. Give it another 30 minutes. It could be a standalone movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, I mean, they're filming almost a movie. They're, they, what it is, like two, three movies is what it, what it entails basically when it comes down to time. Yeah. So. Yeah. I hope 
And this is the greedy Star Wars fan in me that each episode is this long. We know that. <laughs> I mean, we uh, always have wanted yeah, that. Yeah. We know that they're not yeah. going to always be. We the know same episode eight at least will be close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because fifty-four minutes is longer yeah. than any of the episodes. Anyone? In yeah. One. I think the longest so. one at the time was maybe 46, 49. 40, 49. 49. There you go. Yep. Yeah, forty-nine minutes was the longest one of season one. So. Starting out already with long, so I'm hoping that the run times are going to be longer all across the board. Maybe yeah. not 54 minutes. I mean, if I they average 40, I'm happy. Yeah, well, I would. Last be. season, actually, if you it, and it made me take a <laughs> take a look at the breakdown from last season, and a lot of them did run pretty close to 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. 35, 40 minutes was the average for last season. Yeah. Um. So if this season starts out at 54 minutes. I'm really hoping that it, it, they're all going to run 45, 50 minutes. That would be great. But if not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're still going <laughs> to love it, love it all anyway. So no, agreed. Well, maybe not all. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So anyway, Chad got a prediction right. Yeah. The world. Oh, I got to think of what the next one's going to be. Freaking uh, twenty twenty. Have thought about it by now? I've got one going <laughs> right now. Well, it's brewing up here in the old noggin. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, just surprised wait. we haven't brought up uh, Toro's. Uh, oh. Why not showing up? <laughs> I, I oh, laughed. Another moment I laughed. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> That ties in with the season one Easter eggs. Oh my god, I saw that. I had. To, I was like, wait a second. I had to rewind. I was like, oh my yeah. god. I was laughing so hard. Yep, yep. yep. Thank you, Joey, for reminding me about that. Yep. That was great. Yeah, Toro's the welder. Toro. The same thing as Hans using the weld the Millennium Falcon on a yep. Empire Strikes Back. Yep. Guys, I have a theory that somebody shared with me this past week. Okay, talking about a season two coming. Are up, they credible? Right? <laughs> no, no, no. This is this I'm is another kidding. Star Wars fan that okay. knows a lot about Star. Then I'll Wars. give them more credit than what's like, on YouTube. <laughs> legend. Yeah. Oh yeah, like legend stuff. Uh, uh, like all. Like he is a big, big Star Wars fan, right? He's had thoughts about the child and where the child might have come from. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, "Get out of here!" But then I was like, "Well, the child." in theory, from this guy, is a clone of Yoda. I could see that. Who would have done it? He's a Camino. On Camino. They're the cloners. When was Yoda ever on Camino? He was on he was around plenty of them. Who would have ever gotten his DNA or he might have he might have either. He may have done it. it. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> it might have been. Joey, Joey got excited. What do you think of that? The fight with Palpatine on episode at the very end three. He might have had, found some Yoda blood somewhere after he fell. I don't. In the yeah. continuity, he wouldn't be fifty years old in the Mandalorian, though. Maybe. I think it'd be it's five low. years after Return of the Jedi. Luke was born. Like what? Minutes after that fight, and he's by the end of Return of the Jedi, yeah, like he would, 18, he 19, 20. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be 50. He would Sorry, be y'all. like 25. Maybe the space calendars. This would have to be like <laughs> pre-Phantom Menace almost to get to be 50 years old. Yep. But I still, I mean, hmm. Dark Science Sith magic. <laughs> no. Or, if you remember... In the Phantom Menace, there's the female Yoda, but she disappears for the rest of the movies. 
because she got knocked up and had to leave the Jedi Council. <laughs> that would have been breaking the, the and she never, she ne- Yeah, so she got kicked out, but she never ratted on her man Yoda. So he's <laughs> he's in the council. And he was still such a dirt Anakin. He's a deadbeat dad. <laughs> hot take. Hot, hot take. take. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, my other hot take, though, that I think would be a fun prediction is so Din Djarin doesn't ha- he has no idea the armor that he has. He doesn't know it belongs to Boba Fett. He just knows it's a Mandalorian's mm-hmm. armor. Um I think the turn to be like, "Oh, hey, that's Boba Fett." I could see that just being left there. Like, "Hey, you know he's alive, but they're not going to touch him with the show." It just kind of answers that question of is he or isn't he? And he is. Um so he's going to be flying around on the Razor Crest with this Boba Fett armor, and we've already kind of heard the rumors that Bill Burr comes back. Um and th- that group of bounty hunters are probably well aware of who Boba Fett was and what his iconic armor looked like. So I'm thinking somebody like them comes back to the Razor Crest, sees that, and is just like, so what you got there? Like, you kill Boba Fett? And they get, like, freaked out because to these bounty hunters, Boba Fett is, like, the god of bounty hunters. And, like, why do you have his stuff? And then I think he'll kind of learn the round way of who that is and the armor he has. Hmm. The Bill Burr will take the armor, and Boba Fett will now have a Boston accent. <laughs> I thought that those guys were just more like gangster type guys, not necessarily. But still, I think runners. from all the stories, like Boba Fett in the underworld is everybody knows him. They know who he is. They know what he looks like, and they know he's to be avoided because he's going to kill you for lots of money. And it was Imperials, so of course. Imperials knew the runnings mm-hmm. that Boba Fett did have with, or the connections he did had. Yeah, I think I think we'll find out that way. Or Din Djarin will find out that way as opposed to him returning to the armor and being like, hey, I found this. And she'll be like, okay, thanks. Into the, well, but the, into the thing, forge. The other thing, too, is that Mando was running through all those bounty hunting under underworld things, too. Wouldn't he have, I mean, if he was that well known, wouldn't he have also been, wouldn't he have known about him, too? Timeline-wise, he might have already been, like, in the Zarlacc pit and dead by no, then. No, no, no. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Because yeah. he obviously doesn't recognize the armor. He doesn't know who it is. Right. It's not like he walks in and goes, that's Fett's armor. Well, and the other thing, too, is that Boba Fett was working for Jabba, which was on Tatooine. So, mm-hmm. And if he spent a lot of time on Tatooine beforehand, because he, we have to remember, even though this is five years after Return of the Jedi, there's still... What, well, what season one was five years after mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, at, where are we now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Six years after Return of the Jedi. Maybe. Seven years. Uh, Maybe. Anyway, so he was doing his thing, bounty hunting and running with that other crew. I mean, if that other crew knows who Boba Fett is, why wouldn't mm-hmm. he if he was that well-known? Yeah, I don't so, know. I don't know. Mm, mm, <laughs> I don't have any hot takes at all. I'm just on for the ride. Just buckling up. Yeah. Getting ready. What is the uh, title of the next chapter? It's not listed yet. I thought what, we knew thought all the chapter title names well, it's already. Not listed on, uh, well, th- those weren't. Were, the, were they in no confirmed? particular order? I don't know. According I don't know. If IMDb, it has Marshall first. They're probably in particular order. <laughs> no, IMDb doesn't have titles, but uh, the site that I did see, it was. Uh, uh, I can't remember what it was. So Terrible. Yeah, we sorry, suck. we suck at this so bad. <laughs> I was just focusing on a like an actual decent intro. To my <laughs> 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 priority, priority, priority. 
Joey's focus for the whole week was making sure he didn't mess up his intro this time. <laughs> Do I? Can I? I can picture Joe in his work truck stopping. Okay, so five, five show. Joe, five. that rhymes. Okay, yeah, that's good. Where am I going to go? Go, you do your round. How many test back. groups did you have for that? <laughs> <laughs> so did you find when I said five show Joe with this inflection more or less appealing? Okay. Anyway. Anyways. Yep. <laughs> well, we had a list. I know, I know we said the list in the past. So yeah. No, yeah. I can't remember it. But we don't know if they were official because I can't remember if the Marshall was one of them. Oh, well. I'm not going to remember. <laughs> I know there was like the wizard, the empire, the rebellion, or the new republic. New republic, empire, the wizard. Those are the only ones I can remember. Yeah. Hmm. So I think they're wrong. About? Well, I'm looking at all of the spoiled titles, and none of them are titled the marshal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think y'all just got played. Oh, clicky, clicky. Yeah. That's all right, though. That's good. That means yeah. they kept lots of secrets, which I yeah. like. Even though the Tamar Morrison and and uh, Timothy Oliphant character or uh, being signed on got leaked out, but but look, we got we didn't know we got Sasha Banks until the trailer. We didn't know we got John right. Leguizamo till the credits. His, right. his name was the first one that popped up. I'm yep. like, or if you're an eagle-eared <laughs> listener, you probably heard his voice in the, the trailer. Cl- but the yeah. clown, I, I, yeah, I, I heard said it was it. John Favreau. I, heard, I, I know. I was like, is that John Favreau voicing another character? <laughs> right. Yeah, me too. And sadly, uh, the music isn't on Spotify yet. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, didn't feel like the music changed very much. I mean, no, the only time it changed, and I really liked it, was at the very beginning as he's walking into the fight. It had a very like. Um, uh, like got sci-fi gothic feel to it. Yeah. It was a little more like, um, I don't want to call it techno, but it was like a good mix between the two. And it was very unfitting and being in this dingy, futuristic, like ghetto. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Didn't look very futuristic for ghetto. Actually, it was just normal. <laughs> I mean, ghetto. you just know it's star Wars, but yeah, right. it, it didn't look much different from, you know, a downtown alley in Sacramento. Yeah. Pretty sad. We should go do some stars, uh, some graffiti for helmets yeah. down there. Yeah. And then, you know, when we get busted, you can just flash them a badge. It's all right. It's It's all for charity. It's art. (laughs) Peaceful protest. Yep. All right. Well, season, man, I wonder where they're going to go with episode two. I have zero clue. Yeah. He's on the the search for other Mandalorians. So apparently that's going to start leading him to different different planets. (laughs) He's been what? Quested. <laughs> we know. At first, I was like, "You've been requested." Wait, what? No. Well, we know he gets chased by some X-wings. We know there's going to be a crash landing on an ice planet, mm-hmm. and we know he hooks up with Gina Carano and Gr- Grief Karga again. So, which one do you think we're going to get next, if any of those? No, what, season one taught me: do not guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's. By the way, I have to say, I am really. Uh, sad that I did not recognize in the trailer that that was the Razor Crest in the background. I was wondering what ship it was that was crashing the snow. Remember, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, "Is that an old clone trooper?" Nope, that was the Razor Crest <laughs> in the background, and I didn't even recognize it. And I felt like a dunce when I saw that. I was like, "Oh, that's the Razor Crest." How did I not recognize recognize the Razor Crest? What's what? what uh, I need to go get my eyes checked. I think. <laughs> Something or my memory checked. One of the other. <laughs> Both. Oh. I well, was very sad to see that the Razor Crest <laughs> is on the floor like that. Not happy about it. Yeah. 
But it looks like, I mean, they're, we're going to get a lot of Razor Crest this season, I think. So. Yep. Hopefully. You know, even if it's floating <laughs> to, on ice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we also, I don't know if. Uh, we, we did get some comments before we get to that. We're getting a lot of Mandalorian merchandise uh, this holiday season. They just had a Mando Monday last week. I, are we? I, I'm sorry. I, I believe it's this. every Monday on the StarWars.com yeah, yeah. social yeah. medias. Yeah. And so we're going to get you know tons of Black Series figures, three three quarter inch figures. Uh, <clears throat> a couple of shows ago, we mentioned the um, Razor Crest Haslab. Uh, Has, yeah, Haslab was uh, trying to build for five hundred dollars. Is scale to the figures so their target was to sell six thousand of these then if once they hit that goal it'd go into production they hit the goal and they actually got thirteen thousand five hundred backers for this so uh like ourselves there are plenty and that's what that's kind of like a finished version of what it's going to look like mm-hmm. and yeah, you guys I've can't see it because this is a podcast but it looks oh my great God, it, it looks, looks fantastic it looks so cool dead on and uh super excited for that uh i got a Work a little bit of overtime. Just one correction. It wasn't 500. It's only 300 something. I'm oh, sorry, the, Casey. the barge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the barge is 500. My bad. That's only 300. Wow. Gosh. I yeah. Should go buy but it. I mean, the uh, this one probably not as much of an investment as the barge because there's 13,000 backers, but the barge was $500 and they easily sell for 1500 on eBay. Yeah. In box. Mm-hmm. Like easy. Oh, well, I wasn't looking to resell it. <laughs> I usually buy things because I want to keep them. Same. Also, that too. It's. Gigantic would not fit on this table. Oh yeah, no. I, I've seen. Yeah, it's not a celebration. It, Wait, it is. The barge or yeah. a sail barge? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't want Razor Crest would probably fit diagonally. Yeah, right here. Yeah, the that barge would... would not fit either way on this. That would be cool to have a centerpiece while we record, guys. I'm just saying. Right the Razor Crest will be on the table. We'll be on the floor, but it's okay. It'll be awesome. Uh, but uh, I posted, you know, of course, chapter nine of the Mandalorian got us like, and I use a picture of. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll just say Peter Quill <laughs> from Parks and Rec, his excited face, because that's, I know how I looked at the end. Yeah. So, that's... <laughs> which is that one? De- dead on. And uh, so I wrote, now that was a great beginning to season two. Tell us your thoughts and reactions and favorite parts so we can read on the show. If you haven't seen it yet, don't read the comments in case of spoilers. So we got a comment from F Cube, which is my buddy Frank. And this comment is short, but it'll rival our boy Fernando. Uh, chills, bro. Uh, from first seeing the armor to the end, obviously, Boba is back. And I'm not talking about that stupid drink with the balls in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that great comment. Well bro. done. <laughs> uh, Dinofo wrote, while, right, while, while Raylon looks good in it, is it next Friday yet? Mm. So... Uh, I kind of that kind of threw me off real quick. What's you know, Raylon? Please let us know. It's not, yeah, it's Cobb Vanth. I don't know who. Yeah. That is. So let us know though. Uh, we got a new uh, new follower and the uh, new follower, the new listener, Sasquatch Seven Nine, and he's like, okay, so is Cobb Van riding Anakin's pod racer engine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he is. <laughs> then or, I commented, what? Is, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I didn't mean to spoil it for other followers who hadn't seen it. Uh, LOL. The person at the end, though, took me back to Clone Wars. Oh, oops, I did it again. <laughs> should we, should we call him Brittany instead? <laughs> so then he goes back to comment. Whoa, I had to wake up back. I had to wake back up and correct this. It was Attack of the Clones. <laughs> so, 
yeah, thank you guys for commenting. Uh, we're, you know, we're on the, obviously the new, we're excited to be a season two and, um, we'll be posting these uh, reactions. So most of these will be spoiler comments or you can write the spoilers. We don't care. You don't have to wait 12 days since we do the show weekly. And we're also going to get back to, uh, ask Chad for our new, uh, if we get any, any new Mandalorian, new Mandalorian questions, which hopefully we get lots of more Mandalorian lore, that would be nice. That would be really nice. But I am looking forward to seeing just how expanded they get as far as the scope of everything. I mean, Favreau said that that's what they're they're looking to do and did do. So I'm waiting to see it all. Um, do you guys from the trailer? And what we saw parts of the trailer already. Is there any part of the trailer that you're wanting to see next? What part are you hoping to see next? It's easy to say Genocron. <laughs> but I, I really want to see the uh, the water planet where we can see some, the, the Mon Calamari and the mm-hmm. other uh, the squid face. Quillish. Quillish, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime they throw any original trilogy creatures... And now seeing them in masses, I mean, I, yeah, I'd like to see that next. I, I uh, mirror that. I, oh, boo. I, no, no, I mean, because I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go to the ice planet because it could be hot. Whatever, I, I don't, I would rather go to a place that we've probably never seen. Not, you know what I mean? Even though we can, we can say that the ice planet isn't hot, but our mind goes there right away. Like when you see the other one, you're th- I, my mind goes Mon Calamari, not uh, Mon Calamari, not um, Camino. You know, so me, I, I'm with you, Joe. I, I want to see that one next. You want to see the ocean? You yeah, drive a couple hours. And go see the I know we're close <laughs> by I the know. sea, by the sea, by the beautiful <laughs> sea. Mando and Baby Yoda looking for something. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh. Please edit that out. All right, <laughs> Chad. What about you? I want to see the X-wings chasing the Razor Crest. Um, I know we got teased, which we just proved somewhat wrong in the title names. One of them was going to be the New Republic. Um, you know, considering there was no Marshall, it's probably not true. But either way, I want to see more of the Rebellion, the New Republic, and what control, if any, do they have within the galaxy? Um, because, you know, they last a whopping, what, 15 minutes in The Force Awakens, and then they're <laughs> gone. Um, so it'd be nice to see what's the in-between. Because you can tell from what Pele said, you know, the Empire left, New Republic never came to save us. Um, so a lot of these backwater planets got lost. So it's kind of like, well, where are they then? What are they doing? And we didn't see that, except for the little X-Wing tease at the end of um, the uh, heist episode. Mm-hmm. I'd like a little right, more, cool. a little more backstory there. Yep. Cool. All right. All right. Well, for me, oh no, Chad took mine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, do we see Cobb Vant again this season? No, another, no, no. You don't. We don't see up? Cobb Vant ever again. You think no. they were just kind of? It it, it 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 worked for that story. It progressed the story. It brought back Boba Fett's armor into, you know, some something of relevancy and. Moved on, and he's obviously not going to leave the village. He said, yeah. he, I, "I care too much. I care more for the village than the armor." Although I could see them going back because when they pulled out that huge crat dragon pearl, and the lead up to that was like, "Oh, we're going to work in harmony." I was like, "Those white people are going to kill all the Tuscans and steal that <laughs> by the end of the season." <laughs> oh, we still got Finnick Chen. So, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm with Chad. 
the uh, there is I don't I, I don't see a path forward for him. I mean, mm-hmm. when, when we go back to Quill, um, yeah, that flowed because of everything that he needed to go back him. Unless we get a factor or a reason for him to go back at I mean, whatever. Yeah. I just want more Timothy Elephant. Yeah, but <laughs> hot take. Yeah. He's, and he's dead. Timothy they killed him. He comes have, back. Um, he's dead. Everything I've seen and read online is everybody is really pleased with his acting and his character in this. So congrats to you, Timothy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, that's again going to the western. I, I, this I'll, I'll end with this, but he's talking to the villagers. And he's like, "That thing could destroy your home, the city, and and the school." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they, they always had to point out the school, the children, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, western fans. So that's a big motivator for people. Joe. Yeah. People with children, that tends to motivate <laughs> mm-hmm. them to not have their children. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, no, but it's just, I mean, it's just funny how it, it yeah, like this, I said, if they, if you this had, episode you had it wasn't so a much Western in it, the, the town oh, with yeah. the single road, the marshal, the, the, uh, bandits, the, the Tuscans being like the, the native Americans. He's like, we got to work together. Like, even, <laughs> even the standoff shootout that didn't actually mm-hmm. yeah. having the shootout part, but it was still very. Yeah, yeah, Western, and then sure. even the slow ride in into the town by the stranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody staring yeah, at yeah. him, going to see what's going on. Yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing, all Western. Yep. Big reminder, everybody, right. this is Western theme. Uh-huh. Get used to it. Yep. All right, well, I'm excited for next Friday, or I should say next Thursday midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I watch it. I know you guys watch it when you can, but. No, I'll be back to the Thursday at midnight schedule this week. (laughs) She's getting the premiere and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, uh, you know, Mando does go back to like pick up people that he has worked well with in the past Mm -hmm. when he needs help with something. So if there's ever a reason for Timothy Oliphant to come back, it'll be that. It's just because he knows he can trust the guy. He works well with him, and he's not an unreasonable person. And he said, "I hope our paths cross. You know, we cross paths again." Yep. That same dialogue he got with Cara Dune. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yep. Yep. So, and it's Timothy Oliphant. Why are you just gonna? It's like uh, Carl Weather said, "You got the face. Why?" Are you, why are you gonna <laughs> yeah. You know? yep. Which explains why Timothy Oliphant spent most of his time without a without helmet a helmet on. on. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I think he he'll be back. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna make predictions even though yeah. I'm, I'm already down. You're down already. I'm down one, yeah. but I, I did come in, you know, ahead. So yeah, come on. yep. So I'm gonna get a little credit. <laughs> new season, new score. But <laughs> no, no, no. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Right. But I, I will say though, this this episode on IMDb did get a rating of nine point one out of ten. Yeah, which is just under the uh, chapter seven and eight. Mm, oh nice. wow, nice. Right on. All right, so next episode, The Escape from Tatooine. That's what we're going to see. Maybe. Or they'll just ignore that and move beyond that. Yeah, he'll be off. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just going to say this now. Uh, I want to try to get these episodes out, you know, since we're out here on Friday, or, the you know, the show's coming out on Friday. Uh, I want to try to get these episodes out uh, on Mondays so, you know, we can people can watch the show, marinate on it for the weekend, then... See what we got to say. And definitely chime in uh, what you guys think, what you hope to see, Any anything. We love the interaction. Makes I think it makes our, our job a lot funner. Yeah, I'd love to hear some uh, viewers' hot takes as well. Mm-hmm. And tr- we will hold you to them with the same regard we hold each other as well. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring it. We like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Anyway, so oh, a whole week now. New First Star Wars episode to <laughs> chapter ten. Excited for it. All right. Well, any last things you guys want to say about? Glad we're back. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. happy and not with and we, because we've been here, but the yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Finally, so I, I actually posted this on my Facebook, but it, if you guys seen that GIF and kind of like back in the day, uh, Walt Disney World had the Star Wars uh, hoopla thing. And they actually, it was before Disney bought Star Wars. So they had these dance offs with Star Wars characters. Oh, so yeah. there's Boba Fett, you know, kind of like break dancing and stuff. But is but somebody made a gift said this is the way. And so I posed it like finally something good happening in 2020. Season 2's here. So mm-hmm. I'm glad it's here finally. Yep. Yep, yep. So I love this episode regardless of the uh reuse storyline and again, somebody needs to do some research on how wind affects hair when you're on a bike. It needs to happen. Somebody over there needs to do it. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Other than that, amazing episode to watch, enjoy, rewatch, catch some more stuff. Ton of Easter eggs all over the place. If we missed any of them, and you guys think uh, we missed any Easter eggs in there, let us know. Mm-hmm. Hit us yeah, up on our socials. There was a lot. There was a ton, either either from the movies or season one. Yeah, it was almost like us. every shot. There was something to take in. Yep. yep. So, all right. Well, we're looking forward to next episode and uh, we're going to be back talking about that one we don't, can't even tell you what the title is because we don't know we don't know we've proven that the lists that are out there are inaccurate and Ooh, I got a hot take Uh-oh. it's chapter 10 oh. <laughs> okay. Thanks, I'm done okay. alright so we're going to call it there and uh, until the next time this clan of four wants to remind you this is the way This This is is the the way way I've been quested. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs)